Peace and blessings, this is Mo, bringing you the No Take Twos podcast, sponsored by Hashtag Selfmade, the social network for entrepreneurs. On this first episode, I'm joined by entrepreneur Madison Shockley III, the marketing force that helped the misadventures of awkward black girl gain Pharrell's attention, and the creator of Where is the Love, a podcast about black love for our generation. Well, my name is Madison Shockley the third. Most people know me as an actor. I play the character Fred on The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. But I, I'm a lot of things. My main passion is music. So I've been a musician and, and worked in the music business for years, doing music licensing as well as, you know, a number of other things in, in film production. And pretty much the work that I do is at the intersection of, of business and entertainment and technology. So my background is uh, doing a lot of different things within that that realm. In part one, Madison shares how the rapid success of Awkward Black Girl created an opportunity for him to help the series grow into a business, how he managed the stress that came along with that, and the advice he would share with himself if he had the chance. So like I said, it's, it's always kind of the intersection of business and entertainment and technology. Awkward Black Girl itself was kind of like a, a startup, or at least that's how I, I looked at it early on. When Issa Rae asked me to play the role of Fred, got me involved, I, I saw an opportunity for it to be, you know, something that could that could grow and really catch on. So I started trying to contribute however I could to make that happen. It was a enterprise at a certain point you know there's a, a lot to be done to kind of keep the show going whether it be expanding you know the the production capacity to doing marketing stuff like getting the t-shirt line up up and running that was that was kind of one of the, the first things i did business-wise joisa had these t-shirts that had a really cool design that people really liked but because she was so busy working on the production of the show, she kind of wasn't able to meet the demand for the T-shirt. So I figured, you know, we need money to keep doing the show. So let me figure out how to kind of get the production of these T-shirts going so we can produce a bunch of them and then sell them around the country and around the world. And that's what we did. So I spent a month, a month and a half um, kind of uh, setting up that pipeline for the production of, of the T-shirts and, and the distribution of the T-shirts. And, and so that was a good revenue stream for the show once that got going. And I also uh, led the redesign of the website, adding the e-commerce function so that we could sell the T-shirts through the website, which was experiencing a ton of traffic. And I also got our social media started in, in the sense of uh, having a dedicated Awkward Black Girl fan page on Facebook and, and also the Awkward Black Girl Twitter. That was something, you know, it might seem obvious now to do those things, but when we started Awkward Black Girl, Facebook pages had just started, right? It had just kind of, uh, it was a new feature that Facebook was launching. It was where you could have your own page for your business. And so that was something that I spearheaded and, and make sure we utilized and, and something that, that became a, a really great tool for communicating with, with our audience. And then from there, as the show grew, 
did, did different marketing things, worked on getting some, some brand integrations in the show and sold advertising on our website. By the time that we finished season one and, and were kind of in a deal for season two, Pharrell and his team kind of took over the marketing stuff from there. So some of the things that I was working on, like brand integrations with big companies like, like Jeep or, or hair care products and stuff like that didn't get finalized before that transition happened. But those were some of the things that I was working on in, in terms of marketing as well. At a certain point, you know, the the show started to really take off. And, you know, we were on a, a monthly schedule to where each month after we put an episode out, we had to go back into shooting another episode or, or, or producing another episode from scratch, right? So the whole process from, from writing to pre-production, to production, to post-production, and putting it out. Most of the production stuff didn't really fall on my shoulders, but it was it was just kind of um, the trying to trying to keep everybody together on the same page and 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 moving in the right direction and 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 contributing to to making you know the right choices. It, it, it got it got stressful at a certain point when you, you know you know that the audience is, is growing. There's a lot of people watching, anticipating the next episode. Just just kind of the the, the stress of, of meeting that expectation. I think the stress was a good thing in the sense that it made made sure like we made it happen. But at the same time, it, it was it was it took a little toll on, on me personally. Just just trying to make it to the end of the season. You experience burnout after doing a lot of work and after a certain amount of time without a break, you know. And I think we had to kind of fight through that burnout. And, you know, I was young, so I think I was 22 years old uh, during the first season. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's not really a whole lot of advice. I think I think what we did was pretty great, and I, and I also think the stars aligned up for us pretty pretty perfectly at that time, too. And so it wasn't all just making great calculations. It was it was also just having God's favor at that time as well. I would have told myself to maybe enjoy it a little more and, and relish in, in the moment. I wish I took more pictures at that time like while we were doing that stuff and documented, you know, just at least just for myself, a little more like the behind the scenes and, 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 the, and the good times that we had, you know, on set and that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I would have told myself to do more of that. Before we dive into part two and learn about where is the love, take some time to check out the podcast at bit.ly forward slash WITL Kickstarter. And while you're there, be sure to support the Kickstarter for season two. Here's a sneak peek of what's in store. I'm excited about the topic topics that maybe don't always get talked about. Like I got an episode I'm gonna do about sex transmutation and how, how it could be used to uh enhance your creativity and your focus in your life. I wanna do an episode about being sex positive, you know, what it what is sex positive and, and, and uh how does that fit into uh our Western society standards. Up on some tick tick boom shit. Steady on my grind. Can you keep up with the movement? Barely got time for people I'm cool with. When I come around, I make the mood in the room switch. Cause I work like it's 10.
I got the tendency to chase dreams with full energy so I never sleep. Break rules and make moves based on integrity. Bulletproof to the verbal shots you sending me. I got too many memories, too many friends turned enemies, taking advantage of my dependency. So I'm preparing for the blessings that are meant for me. And I know that the world gon' remember me cause I deserve everything. I deserve everything. I deserve everything, I deserve it all. I deserve everything I want. I deserve everything I want. I deserve everything. Hey, this is T Real, the livest one. Check out my new song entitled Everything on No Take Two. Peace and blessings, this is Mo, welcoming you back to the No Take Two's podcast, sponsored by Hashtag Selfmade, the social network for entrepreneurs. In this episode, we're joined by entrepreneur Madison Shockley III, who shares how a conversation sparked the idea to co-create Where's the Love, a podcast about love and relationships for our generation, and how acting on that idea led to a business partnership with Bay, a new dating app for people of color. I've done quite a bit of production behind the scenes as a producer on films and on like documentaries and a lot of web content. So I'm always kind of doing different entrepreneurial ventures. This project actually wasn't something that I intended to be a venture, really. I started the podcast with a friend who was actually my producer on the podcast. Her name's MJ Jackson. It all started one night when we were just up having a long conversation about our experiences dating. She was telling me from a woman's perspective. I was telling her from, from my perspective as a man. It was just like a really deep and long five-hour conversation that was really enlightening to both of us to hear each other's perspective. It was really funny at times. It was also kind of sad and concerning <laughs> on the other end. It was just a lot of a lot of things in that one long conversation that we had that made us realize, like, yo, you know, other other people have got to be experiencing some of these same things and how cool would it be to start surveying our friends and seeing what they think. And it was really out of that conversation and subsequent conversation that really piqued my interest in kind of just exploring the topic. It was really something that we were determined to do for fun. It was never initially supposed to be a, a, a business thing. And, and it's still something that I'm, that I'm doing for fun. You know, it's my main motivation is, is because it's, I'm having a lot of fun doing it and I want to keep it fun. Once we started working on this idea of surveying our friends and then doing a podcast to talk about the results of our surveys, a friend of mine, Justin White, connected me with his college roommate from Harvard who happens to also be a Justin named Justin Gerard. And Justin Gerard is one of the co-founders of the Bay app. We connected and immediately saw a lot of synergies between what uh, you know they're doing with the Bay app and our idea for this podcast show. At that point, it started to become more of a business venture in partnership with the Bay app. What's awesome is that it continued to be fun <laughs> after partnering with Bay and you know making the show a reality. It turned out to be a lot more work than I anticipated when it was just a project to share with my friends. <laughs> but that hard work, there's still a lot of joy in it. Part of the reason I started it as a podcast is because I could start doing it with what I already had, right? I already had a background in 
audio engineering, so recording the interviews and editing it was was not a problem. You know, I already had you know a microphone and a computer and the software to do that stuff. So so that's that's where it started. Now that I finished the first season and the feedback has been really really good across the board, I want to grow it. To grow it, it's going to need more resources. And, and when I say grow it, I want to make the content even better. I want to expand the platforms that the content can live on. So I decided to do this next season in video. I do have production experience, but I don't have film equipment of my own. And so this next season, I'm actually gearing up for it by doing a crowdfunding campaign so I can raise some money to buy the film equipment that I need to, to do this next season in video and then also, you know, have some money to advertise the series to a larger audience. And the reason that I'm kind of like really going full speed ahead in terms of this project as a business is because the feedback has been so good and, and people have been telling me that it's it's necessary and it's a conversation that's that's needed right now. Because I've gotten that feedback so much and so consistently, I feel like it just makes sense to see where this can go and to keep building on it since I've been able to garner uh, this much support for it so far. So that's kind of the, the thinking behind it being more of a viable venture that I'm focusing a lot of time on and kind of make as awesome as possible. In part one, Madison gave us a sneak peek of the stimulating content planned for season two of Where's the Love. Here's more of what he's excited about. Last season, each episode kind of goes in succession from the beginning of a relationship to breaking up or to getting married, like from the beginning to end. This next season is going to be more specific topics, topics that maybe don't always get talked about and don't have a lot of understanding about, you know, some scientific stuff. Like I got an episode I'm going to do about sex transmutation. I don't think a lot of people know or understand what, what that is and how, how it could be used to enhance your creativity and your focus in your life. I want to do an episode about being sex positive, you know, what it, what is sex positive and how does that fit into our Western society standards. So I'm really excited about the different topics that I'm, I'm going to get to explore in this next season. I think uh, it's going to make for some really, really interesting content. As newcomers in the podcasting world, we couldn't pass up the opportunity to ask Madison his advice about getting started in the industry. First thing, anybody who's creating anything, I would say start with what you have. We're often trying to get a certain amount of resource before we really commit to something in, in, in terms of pressing the, the, the green light to go forward with something. But I would say if you start with what you already have and just go for it, you know, the more resources will come to you that you maybe didn't anticipate. So that, that's always the main advice I, I try to give to creators when, when I'm asked is to really just start going forward with what you already have. And then specifically for, for podcasters and, you know, I would say focus on trying to make the content as, as great as possible. Nothing really matters if, if what you're creating isn't touching on on some some cultural stuff that people are really um, interested in. So yeah, start with what you have, try to make the most interesting content that you can, 
and then from there also try to keep in mind the distribution of your content. That was that was a challenge for me this this last season. Wearing so many hats and doing so many different things, you know, when, when you're kind of uh, a really, really, really small team, it can be a little overwhelming. It can be difficult to stay on top of every aspect to, to the highest degree. And so that was one thing that I learned from last season is being more prepared for distribution of the content and getting it out there to people. But yeah, that, that, those are the main things I would say. As you can hear, we took Madison's advice, ran with it, and are so glad you came along for the ride. Many thanks to Madison for taking the time to share his experience as an entrepreneur with us. We look forward to reconnecting with Madison soon to bring you an update on Where is the Love. Until then, be sure to donate to the Kickstarter campaign by visiting bit.ly forward slash W-I-T-L Kickstarter and spread the word. Once again, this is Mo bringing you the No Take Twos podcast sponsored by Hashtag Selfmade, the social network for entrepreneurs. Thank you for listening. And remember, make your next move your best move. No Take Twos. Yes, indeed, I want the riches. I deserve that. Grammy winning high positions because I'm worth that. The amount of goals on my goal list is more than the amount of likes on your Instagram thirst trap. And I want every single one of them and even more. Cause I deserve more than you give me credit for. You left me out cause I'm better than what you ready for. But nothing's stopping me, I'm knocking down every door. T-Real reporting live from beneath the gravel. As I embark upon territory untraveled. You wait for me to fall, I give you the opposite. I'm just trying to focus on the positive. I deserve everything. I deserve everything. I deserve everything. I deserve it all. I deserve everything I want. I deserve everything I want. I deserve everything.